Time to go back down the mole hole with Randy Molman on 590 The Fan, KFNS, 1057, HD2FM, and InsideSTL.com. Welcome back to the Mole Hole, everybody. My name is Randy Molman. You're listening on 105.7 HD2FM, 590 AM, and InsideSTL.com. We have entered the You've Got Made sports segment. Summer is upon us, and I know that you do not want to clean your house. Who does? I have no desire. I don't want to clean the house. I don't want to spend time cleaning the house. I'm a busy, busy, busy man. That's right. But I've got a secret for you. You've got maids. You've got maids will come over and do the work for you. They'll clean to your specifications and they'll set up weekly cleaning to keep your place spotless or monthly cleaning to keep it from getting out of hand. Show your special someone you've been listening. Go to You've Got Maids, 636-92-CLEAN or online, You've Got Maids.com. You've got maids it's the you've got made sports segment before i get to Derek shore a couple of text messages came through i was talking about um rick patino um being um the ceo of his program and he um needs to take the fall for what happens to his company quote unquote his company from the 314 my favorite texter texted in and said do you know everything your kids are doing my response to you is, if my kids get in trouble, I'm on the hook for it. Dummy. Uh, no one's going to say to me, well, your kid got in trouble at 3 o'clock in the morning, and you're not really supposed to know what your kid is doing at that hour of the night, so eh, you're off the hook. Your kid's off the hook. Uh, how dumb are people? Honestly. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Good Lord. That's my kid. I'm responsible for him. Regardless of whether I know what they're doing at two or three o'clock in the morning. I said it myself. Rick Patino probably, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, believe him and say he didn't know what was happening, but it's his responsibility. It's his program. Mm-hmm. He owns it. He has to take the fall, just like I would if my kid got in trouble at 3 o'clock in the morning and I didn't know what he was up to or she was up to. So stupid. <laughs> That's the That should be our text of the day. Dummy. Uh, someone talked about the money grab with the UFC and promoters in boxing for the, uh, for the Mayweather-McGregor uh, fight. Couldn't agree more on that. A couple comments about their vacations to Disney. Someone went... And the park was shut down because of a hurricane. Oh, sorry to hear that, 618. All that money. All right, let's get to the phone lines. Joining us here in the mole hole this morning. Covers the Springfield Cardinals. He's also covers the Cardinals minor league pipeline for the Cardinal Nation on scout.com. Derek Shore. Good morning, Derek. Hey, good morning, Randy. Thanks for having me on again today. Yeah, I uh, I mean, it's going to get interesting here in the next, what, six weeks 
especially as we approach the deadline with all of this talent the Cardinals have in the minor league system, will they hold on to the talent? Will they use the talent for tra- to make some trades to get better at the major league level? It'll be very, very interesting. But for the first time in a couple of years, I think, um, uh, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this minor league system is pretty loaded. Yeah, you're not wrong. The the Cardinals system, they are, this is, the system's been, this is the most loaded the system's been since, you know, the days of the late Oscar Tavares. Uh, um, John Mazalock really, really mentioned uh, the four to six week window until the trade deadline uh, um, being the, the kind of the deadline to deciding whether the Cardinals will be, you know, either buyers or even sellers. He didn't. He didn't downplay the scenario of possibly being sellers at the deadline this year, which is fairly, it's going to be unusual if that ever happens. I know. I mean, it's been forever since that's happened. I I, I wonder, and I'm, I may talk about it if I have time here left uh, in the show, I, I just wonder if there's a way that they could do both. If there's a way that they could use this minor league system to maybe um, bolster the major league roster with some pop or some power in the lineup, maybe even a bullpen arm or two at, and at the same time take some of the major league talent and turn around and replenish. I mean, it's going to, it's so interesting the dynamic right now because the team is still in the hunt for the central, but they're not going to make a, they're not going to get a wild card spot. They're already nine games out of the wild card. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Right now they do have, they can't, they probably will do, they might do both. Um, they do have value on their major league roster to trade. Uh, you think about a guy like uh, Lance Lynn, who could be a rental for some other for some other club, and demand, uh, demand a decent package of prospects. Then uh, you think about a guy like uh, Trevor Rosenthal, the setup man right now. He could demand quite a probably got quite a haul as a um, for poor prospects. I and, uh, I even think. I even think you could get some re- good return on. Uh, I hate to say it because I know he's beloved here, but Matt Carpenter. Yeah, absolutely. Another name right there. Uh, the Cardinals really have no fear factor, like a middle of the order thumper in their lineup right now, which is just what they're lacking. They Matt Carpenter. He's an excellent hitter, you know, but he's just not a. He just doesn't have that middle of the order presence and just not a fear factor yeah the thing about the order yeah the thing about carpenter that uh, i don't want to say annoying that's not the word but the thing that is interesting i guess about carpenters is apparently he can't hit anywhere but lead off and yeah that's that's very interesting yeah Uh, and 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 that's fine but at the same time we just signed dexter fowler who's a leadoff hitter matt carpenter is very average defensively no matter where you put him and right. yes, uh, he's a good player, and and I would love if the Cardinals could hold on to him. But I don't know. I feel like this might be a year where you could uh, put emotions aside and make some deals with these current major league guys, get a really good haul back, and at the same time turn around and trade some of the great prospects you have to get some young thumpers. Right. Uh, I mean, the Cardinals, I'm sure, are considering all their possibilities and I'm sure it's uh, all hands on deck in the front office, but uh, yeah, that's very interesting. A carpenter, him moving right into leadoff and then taking off, then Fowler. I think I think Fowler hasn't hit anywhere but leadoff and since over the last two years. So it's very interesting. 
All right, Derek, let's get to uh, to the, some of the minor league stuff. I want to briefly cover Memphis. I know that the 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 big-time prospects, the group that is uh, sort of growing in the system together is at Springfield, and I want to get to them. But let's start with Memphis real quick. Paul DeYoung is is uh, is up at the major league level now, and um, you know he he looks to be uh, pretty legitimate as a as a possible everyday infielder. Um, I don't know where, I don't know which position, but um, uh, he was having a good season at Memphis, so he's up. But tell us about uh, Harrison Bader. How's he been doing down at uh, AAA? Carson Kelly. Uh, those guys have uh, had pretty good seasons, right? Right. Uh, Bader, you know, brings value just with his ability to play all three outfield positions. You know, he's he's been mashing the ball lately in, uh, in Memphis, so they could choose to ride the hot hand there. Um, he's still not a finished product by any means. If you if you just look at the strikeout to walk, it's not even close to being balanced. But uh, strikeouts are going to be a part of Bader's game. Being a, he's in a very uh, aggressive hitter at the plate like he is. But uh, you can live with that. But you can live with that uh, with his power. And then getting to uh, Carson Kelly. The thing about Carson Kelly, I noticed as while you're looking that up, is his walk to strikeout ratio is ridiculous. He he doesn't walk a ton, but he's got twenty four walks. He's only struck out twenty five times. Yeah, uh, Carson Kelly, um, he's. He's an, actually an excellent offensive player. He's coming to his own. He came into his own last year as an offensive performer last year. Uh, uh, yeah, he's. I had a scout tell me the other week that uh, he project. He's more of an offensive first catcher, which, which that was the first of hearing that. Uh, I had previously heard reports from scouts about him, about his defense still being ahead of his ahead of his offense, but uh, he, the bat is really. Uh, Emerge this year, yeah. You're, you're saying 25 to four strikeout to walk right now. Yeah, last I checked, he was on pace for 25 home runs. Even yeah, I mean, the, and here's the thing: he's hitting 290. He was up over 300, so he's slumping a little. But the thing about Carson Kelly is, I know a lot of fans sit on the edge of, well, they signed Molina long term, which blocks Carson Kelly, and they should trade Carson Kelly now while they can. And and I think that is ludicrous. I hope Carson Kelly is one of those guys that is quote-unquote untouchable because he's your heir apparent. So next year you figure he's going to be on the major league roster. He's going to uh, back up Yadier Molina. The better Carson Kelly is, the more days off you can give Molina, and then you slowly transition him into that everyday role by the time Molina's contract's over. I feel like it's a perfect situation for Carson Kelly to learn at this level. Yes, that's a good point there. And if you look back to Mike Matheny, and then Yadier Molina being his heir apparent at the time, that's that was the same scenario. So you could kind of see that that same scenario for Kelly being kind of eased into the the, reg, the everyday role. Uh, I don't I don't see Yadier Molina playing out his entire three year contract, but uh, Kelly will probably be the I could see him being the backup next year, and then they slowly grooming him into that everyday guy. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, let's turn. Uh, uh, actually, uh, I wanted to s- real quick. Um, Luke Weaver uh, having a phenomenal season. Uh, uh, he's walked nine hitters in forty six and a third innings. I mean, Luke. Yeah, that's that's got- that's a pretty remarkable number there. Uh, 
starting wise at Memphis, Weaver will probably be will probably be the next man up if the need arises. Uh, I will point out that he did leave his last start with an injury. I hadn't heard any specifics on the injury, but uh, uh, they would have to make they would have had made they would have made a move if it was serious by now. But uh, uh, I guess I guess they're skipping him this this time around uh, in the rotation at Memphis. So I I don't I don't have an exact update on his status right now. Uh, take uh, take uh, take me through because you you uh, watched Jack Flaherty down at Springfield. He's now at Memphis, and he has continued where he's left off at Memphis. Eighteen innings um, in three starts, so an average of of six innings per start at Memphis. Only allowed eleven hits, four walks, twenty three strikeouts, a zero point eight three WHIP. And uh, Jack Flaherty is uh, 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 he's legit, isn't he? Yes, he Flaherty is a pitcher would be the best way to describe him. He has a great feel for pitching. Uh, I would even venture to say his arsenal is more well-rounded than a guy like uh, Luke Weaver. I could even see his, uh, the Cardinals challenging him, you know, with a call-up to St. Louis sooner rather than later. Uh, Flaherty uh, throws a fastball generally at 90, 90, 90 to 95 miles per hour. It's it uh, rates as a, an above-average pitch. He'll He'll throw a uh, slider as a his swing and miss pitch, and he can uh, throw a curveball and uh, get it over for strikes when he needs to. And uh, the changeup uh, is another pitch he has. That uh, Derek Shore is joining me here this morning. Derek covers the Springfield Cardinals, and he also uh, covers the Cardinals minor league pipeline for the the Cardinal Nation on Scout.com. All right, let's turn our attention to Springfield. Five All Stars on that Springfield roster. Yeah, five all-star, well, five selected all-stars. Right. Three of the five will likely uh, participate in the game. Alex Mejia's with uh, AAA. He joined uh, AAA yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he was hitting two fifty one at Springfield, but what's, uh, uh, he is he going to, are they going to have him play shortstop at AAA? Is it, is it, is he there because Paul DeYoung got promoted? Yes, I would say so. So yeah. they also have uh, Wilfredo to- Tovar, who's in big league uh, spring training camp. But mm-hmm. you know, Mejia will probably play play uh, third base, short, second, wherever they need, and probably a utility type role as well. All right, so give us uh, your your take on some of these guys at Memphis. We'll get to the pitching in a second because that's what everyone's excited about is that group of pitchers down in Springfield. But l- give us an idea. How's Mag Sierra looked at uh, at at Springfield? Oh, love Max Sierra. Uh, I had one scout tell me the other day they would take him as a, a big league regular right now on the roster. Uh, he's never going to be a power hitter, but uh, one word to describe his describe him is he's just a pure run creator. He's such a, a run creator that uh, Springfield has even you know hit him third in their lineup at times over their, their recent road trip. Uh, for example, the other night, I'm sure you saw this, the, the kid had a, hit an inside-the-park home run and created uh, two runs just with his legs. So uh, speed never slumps, and he makes an impact even when he has an offer at the plate. Yeah, he's just – so I'm a, I'm way older than you, Derek. So I, <laughs> I, I grew up in the era of Whitey Ball, and so I appreciate the speed element of the game because that's what I grew up watching. And to see him when he got called up and to see just the spark because of the speed – that he brought to the table, again, he's not a guy that's going to uh, hit 
25 doubles and 10, 10, 15 home runs. He's probably going to hit 10 to 15 doubles, five to six triples, a home run or two, but he's going to steal bases. He's going to create havoc. He's going to score on, on a, on a ball in the gap from first to third. You're right. Speed never slumps and man, he's an exciting talent. Yeah. It seems wherever he goes, he's able to just spark a club with his energy and and play as most have seen in this time with the Cardinals. I will say offensively, he's, he's still developing defensively. He's probably a finished product in the outfield. Uh, uh, one of the big area of focuses has been about, you know, driving the ball with more authority rather than slapping it for hits. Uh, you know, as he drives the ball in the gaps, those singles will start to turn into more doubles and triples. Like I said, though, not a home run hitter, but he still has some potential gap power in there to unlock in his bat. Yeah, and the thing about him is is uh, because of that speed, it, it uh, a base hit to the outfield, whether it's between the left and center fielder, between the center fielder and right fielder, along one of those lines, the pressure on the defense to not only make mm-hmm. a clean play but make an accurate throw back to the infield, um, he it's just an added element that people don't think about because if if he hits the ball in the into the outfield and it's not hit directly at an outfielder and they have to move laterally to go get it with right. his speed he puts so much pressure on the outfielders to get there and make a clean play or else he's going to take second base yeah speed is a god-given ability and uh here he's that's just every time he puts the ball in play he's he's a threat to go to stretch that into a scene or stretch that into a double or even or even a triple and <laughs> even had a home run the other night with that. Derek Shore joining me here this morning in the mole hole here in the You've Got Maids sports segment. Derek covers the Springfield Cardinals. He also covers the Cardinals minor league pipeline for the Cardinal Nation on scout.com. Uh, a couple other names of note before we get to the pitchers. Uh, Jose Adolas Garcia. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, how's he yeah. looked? You know, Garcia has had some, some up-and-down stretches, uh, especially right now. The Cardinals have had to, to be uh, ultra-patient with him, and you can see why. He's raw, and you know he's still continuing to learn the, to play the U.S. game. The strikeouts are high, but because he doesn't have much of a, a game plan at the plate, he's not, he's not going to always see fastballs, and pitchers are exploiting him by uh, changing speeds and just moving the ball around the plate right now. He's in a slump of a slump of weight, but uh, he seems to show signs of kind of breaking that out. He he homered last night. I think he had two hits, but uh, patience will be key. Uh, the Springfield manager Johnny Rodriguez said it quite well uh, about uh, Garcia the other day when I talked to him. He said uh, he has a lot of Cuban in him. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, normally. Normally, when Cuban players come over, they, it takes a while for them to assimilate pro yeah, ball, and yeah. they're they tend to have pre-swinging approaches like Garcia, and uh, he's just still trying to get a feel for the pitchers here, right. stateside. So some of the uh, some of the other guys of note uh, before again before we get to the pitchers, uh, you know, Alex Mejia uh, just got promoted. We just said uh, his name um, for those that. Um, don't know much about Alex Mejia. Tell us about him. Yeah, Alex Mejia. He's a he's a hard nosed player. I uh, mentioned before he plays all over the infield, left and right. 
except for first base. Um, um, he's not a home run guy, but uh, can can put the ball in the gaps. Steady or a veteran veteran presence around the clubhouse. Uh, um, defensively, he's he's got a quick release. Uh, he'll make all the plays. He's not a he's not a flashy guy at, at shortstop, but. Um, He's a steady defender. That would be a way to describe his play. And Oscar Mercado, he he was voted into the All Star game, wasn't he? Yeah, I uh, spoke a lot about Mercado last time I was on air. Uh, yeah, summed up for those who you know don't know. The question has always been, uh, you know, could he hit? He struggled throughout his career with that. Uh, uh, finally, reworked his sw- uh, swing this spring. Really turned a corner this season. I would say his performance has become less of a revelation and more of consistency this year. Uh, last I checked, I think he, he still leads the Texas League in hits. Uh, though, even if he's not a, a competent hitter, McCarter would still be a, a big leader because of his speed and outfield of defense, but in a much lesser role. Yeah. Uh, another thing I'll point out is he's been one of the most uh, um, pro- prolific base dealers in the system uh, since he was drafted. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him in Memphis before season's in. And even probably St. Louis at some point next year, assuming he's still progressing as they hope. Yeah, I mean, uh, looking at his stats, they're pretty well-rounded. 81 hits in 63 games, 10 doubles, yeah. 4 triples, 7 homers, 22 RBIs, 21 steals. Yeah, he's look, looks, just from a statistical perspective, you watch him every day, but from a statistical perspective, he looks pretty well-rounded at at Springfield. We'll see how he progresses. Yes, he's, he's very well-rounded. Uh, I will say that Springfield tends to inflate offensive numbers uh, with the smaller ballparks, mm-hmm. even attribute a lot of his success to playing in smaller ballparks versus the Florida State League where you see in the Cardinals in spring training. That's that's the equivalent of a big league ballpark there. So, I mean, that was kind of suppressing his, his power numbers there. Hey, uh, let's get to the pitching staff. I keep alluding to it. Uh, first of all, it's got to be so exciting for a guy like you, Derek, who covering Springfield to look at these arms, knowing that pretty much all of them might get to the big leagues, all of these guys, Pierce, Hudson, Alcantara, Flaherty, Gomber. Um, talk a little bit about these pitchers. Yeah, sure. Uh, the numbers aren't quite there for Alcantara. I'll, I'll talk about him first. Uh, he's, you know, he's pitched better over his last three starts, uh, Still learning to pitch at, at, at a level that hitters can still barrel up his his 102 mile per hour fastball, and uh, he's been pitching a lot of deep counts here, which is kind of keeping his strikeout down because he's having to throw his fastball to get back into counts, and his and that puts his secondary pitches on on the back burner. That's something that uh, the Cardinals are preaching to him is the development of his secondary pitches. He's progressing though in the, the right direction now. And then I'll talk a little bit about, um, uh, we'll go to Dakota Hudson. Hudson, uh, he's obviously more well-known. Cardinals' first-round pick, one of their first-round picks last year. Um, six straight quality starts. Throws uh, different variations of fastballs. The four-seam cutter and sinker in the 91-95 range with a, a curve and change. He's done well with uh, inducing quick ground ball outs. And then I'll move over to uh, Pierce, who a lot of fans don't even don't haven't even heard of. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, when uh, I looked at his numbers the last time we talked, I was like, okay, who is this guy? Yeah, well, he's I, I like him a lot. Uh, he was the Cardinals Player of the Month 
in May and had like the lowest ERA in all of minor league baseball even. Uh, he's similar to what you'd see in a, a Seth Manis and Brad Thompson. Not not an overpowering guy by any means, but a, a absolute strike thrower. He can he can barely get his fastball to ninety miles per hour, but you know, it plays because he can spot it to both sides of the plate and then, then mix in the change as a swing and miss and with a cutter or sorry, a curveball and, and then a cutter he's recently added to his repertoire. And then uh, the last guy I wanted to, uh, you to talk about a little bit. It looks like his ERA is a little bit high, but um, how's Austin Gomber look down at Springfield? Austin Gomber has struggled a little bit this year. He was just uh, activated off the DL with the, the groin injury. He's had, he's had troubles with throwing strikes, and he's constantly uh, behind in the count, pitching behind in the count. Hitters, hitters are able to lay off his secondary stuff and just sit dead road on his fastballs. But uh, when he's at his best, he's probably the Cardinals' best left-handed starting pitching prospect in the organization. And then I know you're running on uh, limited time here, but I was wanting to point out another guy that yeah. that fans need to know about, and that's uh, Zach Gallen. He was just promoted to Springfield uh, last, I think, two weeks ago. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's replacement. Unique pitcher, uh, command and deception is his forte. Uh, drafted last year out of uh, North Carolina. Has a fastball cutter change and curve. Zach Gallon. Mm-hmm. Yep, I just saw he's got uh, two starts down at Springfield, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how he progresses. Derek, uh, thank you so much for joining me this morning, man. Great, great information. I love, I love getting into the, you know, uh, for me, I love looking at the stats of these minor league guys, but I don't get to see them very often, and to have uh, to have somebody who gets to watch them almost every day is is uh, great for me, great for the show, and hopefully. Uh, people uh, listening uh, get a good idea of how these prospects are progressing. So I appreciate it, man. Hey, no problem. My pleasure. That's Derek Shore. Thanks, Derek, uh, joining me this morning. He covers the Springfield Cardinals and the Cardinals minor league pipeline for the Cardinal Nation on scout.com. Maybe when we have him on next, I'll see if he can uh, give us some of the lower level guys that we should be looking out for as well. But he's always uh, full of good information. Love the fact that he's kind of stationed in Springfield he gets to watch that Springfield team which many say have um have loads of uh, major league talent on that uh, Springfield team if you're looking at Sierra you're looking at Jose Garcia the possibility of a guy like Mejia or Mercado and then that pitching staff good lord that pitching staff Matt Pierce Dakota Hudson Jack Flaherty Austin Gomber Alcantara I mean those uh you're talking five arms right there that are projected to be major league pitchers here for the Cardinals. So um, good stuff from Derek Shore. Uh, you're listening to the mole hole on five ninety. The fan. This was the you've got maids sports segment. Summer is here. Thank goodness. It is warm outside. It's beautiful. You want to get out and barbecue when you want to get out and get to the Cardinals games. You want to go to these, some of these minor league venues and check out the gateway Grizzlies or the river city rascals. You want to take your fans or your family to uh, the Muni or Forest Park. Look, to the pools. You have stuff to do this summer. The last thing you want to do is clean your house. So call my friends at You've Got Maids. They'll come over. They'll do the work for you. They'll clean to your specifications. Look, you can set up weekly cleaning and make sure your place remains spotless or just schedule a monthly and it'll uh, keep your place from getting out of hand. Um. Go 
call. You've got mates. Their number is 636-92-CLEAN. 636-92-CLEAN. Live, laugh, love. Clean your house. You've got maids. You've got mates.com. That was the You've Got Made Sports segment. Coming up next in the Boulevard Brewing Company sports segment, we'll have Randall Ritchie from St. Louis Game Time talking blues offseason, talking expansion draft. What and who will the blues protect? We'll also go over the Washington Post just did a mock draft for Las Vegas where they where they grabbed a, a media member from each market and had that media member give them a list of who they think their team will protect and who would be a likely candidate for Las Vegas to draft in the expansion draft. And it was very interesting. Uh, we'll talk it over with Randall next here in the Mole Hole.